everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to the show and happy Tuesday to you. Ah, so excited to be here. It was such a phenomenal weekend and I cannot wait to share more about it. But before I do that and talk about what inspired the podcast for this week, let's go ahead and just jump straight into the taco of the week. Y'all, happy freaking summer. Okay, this weekend was officially the first day or first weekend of summer. And with that being said, we wanted to do a summer inspired taco. And I can tell you, this one is fresh and it's got a little bit of sweet. It's got a little bit of heat. Oh my gosh. It's, it's really good. It's probably, honestly, one of my favorite ones that we've made, at least in the last couple of tacos. So go check out the Summertime Tacos recipe in the show notes before you leave the episode today. I promise it is something that you're going to want to have either during your 4th of July celebrations or some sort of picnic barbecue outing. So stinking good. All right. Let's go ahead and just jump in to what happened this weekend. Oh, guys, I did it. <laughs> did it. Uh, If you've been following the podcast or if you follow me on social media, you will know that I have taken a lot of my energy and focus and have just done this full deep dive into the DECA world, which is um, a fitness event that's sponsored by Spartan. And I absolutely love it. My body loves it, which is crazy because I wouldn't say I'm really a cardio buff. I'm much more of like, give me the heavy weights. I want to lift some heavy things, throw the weights around. This is not that kind of event. It is literally like you grit down and you do the scrappy work and your heart rate is through the roof and you have to mentally push past some really, really tough barriers. But I love that stuff because if I can do that, I can do just about anything in my life And we talked about this last week, right, with becoming resilient of do more hard things. And that to me is something that not only benefits my physical being, but my mental, my emotional being, how I progress in my life, all of the things, right? So I've taken this deep dive into DECA. And one thing that I set as a goal for this year, understanding that it may or may not be reached, is I want to be invited to world championships this year. Anyone can go to world championships and compete in an open wave. I want to be invited as a top 12 athlete for my age group division, specifically for the DECA Strong event. And so I set my eyes on that. I knew that I had to get around a certain time, shave off some seconds from the last time around, and I just had to go after it. And honestly, the week leading up to it, there was just some moments of where I didn't feel really great. I had to like pause during some of my trainings and I was like, crap. This is not going to go well, is it? And I'm going to have one last shot to do this, and that's going to be in August, and it's going to be a ton of pressure. And so my mind was just starting to go down those different rabbit holes, and I thought, you know what? I am just not. I'm not going to think about it in this way. And so what I did the morning that I woke up for the event is I wrote down three things on my arm in Sharpie because I knew when I was pushing that tank or when it got hard during the burpees, all I needed to do was flash down and see these words and it would put me into the right mindset. And the first thing that I wrote down was confidence because the one thing that I felt like I was really missing from this event was the confidence of what it is that I needed to do. And this past week, I and honestly, the last couple of months, I've spent so much time working on my technical ability, on my aerobic ability, right? Like I was 
I knew that physically I could pull it off, but I wasn't fully aware of like what it is from the times to the transitions of everything that I needed to do on the machines to different stations, all that stuff. Like I was kind of just like in the dark guessing. So I did a personal training session with a coach and I figured that all out. And so I wanted to remind myself by looking at that word of like, you've put in the work. You've put in the work for this moment. You are deserving to be here and you are going to get a great outcome because of that, right? Whatever that outcome may be, whether it's you hit the time, you do worse than your last time, regardless of what it is, it's going to be a great outcome because you know it's going to teach you something for your next round or for your next step in life or in this journey. So that's the first word that I wrote down. The second word that I wrote down was celebrate because one of the things that they talk about in the DECA series is this is all about celebrating your fitness. And I love that focus so much because that's all this has ever been for me is recognizing what it felt like to once have lived basically actually not at all I there was a moment in time where I wasn't living like to be living and kind of like you know my air quotes there but really not be living to have that feeling and just feel lifeless and on autopilot and just lifeless honestly you never want to feel that again and so you start to get almost obsessive and start to crave this like, I want to spend whatever moments I can fully living. And that's what this experience is for me. And so I love this idea of celebrating where I'm at in my journey, where where I'm going, what's all to come. And so I wrote that down to bring me back to that woman who used to be crying and lifeless and depressed and lethargic on the couch that didn't even think this was possible. And look how far she's come. And then the last thing that I wrote down, which is probably the most important thing out of all of them, was to just let go. To let go of all of the outcomes, of everything that was going to happen, knowing that there's going to be probably times throughout this race where I mess up or I don't hit a specific mark or whatever the case is, right? Just letting go of what's to come and just being fully present in the step that I'm in right now. Because at the end of the day, this result will not define me. It's just a data point. And so being able to let go of that outcome and just kind of give it up, like let the universe take me where it may, it was just so freeing and refreshing. And so I had those reminders on my arm and y'all, it helped. It put me in the right headspace. I went out there. I was calm and cool and collected. I was the most focused that I'd ever been. And it's funny because I went back and I watched my video and I was like, I looked so slow, but I put up the best time. I've chopped off four minutes since the first time that I've done this event. This is my only, this is only my third time doing this event. And I came in at 1442, which put me in sixth place on the world leaderboard for the 25 to 29 year old division. Like I am nestled in there. As long as I hold top 12, your girl is getting an invitation to go compete in Dallas, Texas at the end of the year. And I am freaking thrilled, like freaking thrilled Oh, it's actually an understatement of how excited I am. Um, But of course, after everything good, bad, you know, mediocre, I always like to take time to reflect of what got me to that moment. And honestly, fundamentals. That's that's it is recognizing, you know, we're all in this game called life trying to look for the next best thing or how to up level, how to always advance And so I feel like we get really good at trying to recreate the wheel or always looking for something new. But what I went back and did is just recreated what has worked in the past and what has fundamentally been sound for me. 
And that's what allowed me to show up in the right headspace and the right physical space that day. And so I wanted to do the episode about the ABCs of mindset, basically just mindset 101. What are the fundamentals that we all can get back to, athlete or not? Like just it applies to anyone. So with that being said, that's what we're going to talk about. And I'm just going to run through these. I believe I have six of them written down for you guys. Um, And we're just going to talk freely about them. So the first one is what you focus on grows. Like if there's anything that you should get from this episode, it's probably that one. And I'll probably say that about 10 more times just so you're aware. But I'm so passionate about this one because I think about this, right? And I think about my journey on American Ninja Warrior, for example. If I think about the people who end up like really doing well and hit the buzzer and all the things, that is all they focus on. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's absolutely incredible but th- that they found the thing that made them tick, that literally lights up their world. For me, Ninja is something that I do for fun. And yes, I do it competitively in a pros division. And I, you know, I try to keep up with what the heck's happening in the sport because it's just evolving so fast and people are getting so good. But I really, like, especially after my episode aired and all the stuff and just, again, reflecting on these last few weeks of how I feel about all that stuff, I'm like, you know what? I can't really be upset about anything that's happened because that hasn't been my focus. But if I look at all of the things that I've, like, really gone 100% at, those things have flourished so much in my life. But yet here we are getting upset about the one thing that's not. So I encourage you to maybe think about how that's showing up for you in your life right now. Is there something that you're ticked off about or you're upset about or it's kind of driving you nuts? Is that where all of your focus is going to the point where that's that, that, that it should be growing in that way? Or Is your attention split between so many different things right now that it's not getting the right energy level or inputs in order for it to grow? So therefore, you can't be upset with yourself. You can't be upset with anything. Honestly, you just have to redirect, right? Redirect that energy, redirect that focus to go into the things that matter. And I honestly think that by saying wherever you put your focus on, that's what's going to grow. It makes you reevaluate, is my energy and efforts going into the right things in my life? And so I think that this is such a great and The most important one to take away from this is that if you can really think about what deserves your energy and what it is that you really genuinely want to put your energy on, I guarantee you it might not be overnight, but you will see that area grow. And that's where you also need to start to let go of all of the other things that you maybe want to focus on, but it's not the right time. It's not the right season for it. Uh, And I'm actually just going to jump right ahead to that one. Um, Just like I sort of prefaced it in the conversation about what happened this weekend during the DECA comp, I literally had to like relinquish control of what was going to happen and just be confident in what it is that I was doing. And I think that we are so controlling and have such high expectations and standards of ourselves and of certain things happening the way that they should to or even of other people that we forget to appreciate what is. And then we've honestly like... We've sort of put ourselves in a bad place before the race has even begun. Because if that situation does not pan out in the way that you're expecting it to, you automatically see it as a failure when it could have been one of the best things that has ever happened to you. 
This is totally a crazy random side tangent, but I was listening to a podcast this weekend um, that Katrin David's daughter was on, and she's a major CrossFit athlete. I absolutely love her. She's just so down to earth and real and really focuses on mindset, but she was talking about this, and what she's known for is the fact that she literally in 2014 wanted to make the CrossFit Games and failed the rope climbs like in this one event and it was like this epic thing where like she went down in flames and everyone knew her as the girl that couldn't do rope climbs and then literally didn't make the games and came back the following season in 2015 and not only made the games but then she freaking won the games guys like talk about a comeback and what she talked about was being able to let go of the outcomes and of the expectations that she had of herself and just simply be in every single step that she was in and also recognizing that what came to her as far as the 2014 games that was the best thing that could have ever happened to her because it taught her so much and what it did is it set her up for her next big feat was which was to win ultimately the CrossFit games in 2015 and I just think that that's so good so if there's anything that I want you to take away from that is just to be incredibly open to what is and not completely try and pinpoint every single part of your life or have all these raging expectations of what should be and what you're hoping to happen. There's nothing wrong with dreaming, but allowing for whatever the universe is going to serve up, just being open to whatever happens because it probably is exactly what you need and is better than what you could have ever expected. So let go of outcomes and expectations. Uh, the other ABC that I wanted to mention is that confidence is a choice. In fact, I right now am reading a book called Winning the Mental Game, and it is so stinking good. Whether, you, again, you're an athlete or whether you're just someone trying to navigate life the best that you can, this book is really good. Again, it's called Winning the Mental Game. In one of the chapters, it talks about confidence specifically and how confidence is a choice, and this was the quote that was so stinking good. Confidence comes not from always being right, but from not fearing to be wrong. Because at the end of the day, guys, do we really actually know anything? <laughs> like, truly, in fact, do we really actually know anything? Maybe, maybe not, probably not. So, again, thinking of this idea of letting go of expectations and standards of ourselves and instead just living and thinking of confidence not as well, I know exactly what I'm doing and I know everything that there is to know about this, so therefore I know that I can take the first step. What if confidence itself is just a choice to try? How would your life look different? What things would you have attempted? What would you have done differently? I think about that stuff all the time, right? Like I think about that stuff all the time in Ninja. I am never confident in what I do, or at least I don't ever feel confident in half of the things that I do, but sometimes you just have to progress, and for me, progressing, like going through the different progressions of like, first, just take the step. Okay, then take the step and then fall forward and then figure out your bill plan, right? Like just going through the different motions of things, like just that mere fact of trying slowly but surely builds me up to being like, oh, okay, that wasn't bad. What if I tried this? So if you right now are holding yourself back because you think that you need to gain all the education, you need to gain the certification, you need to feel some sort of confidence, that you are deserving to be there, to take the step to do the thing, I'm here to tell you that you're doing confidence all wrong. 
that you don't have confidence or that you don't need confidence to take the first step. But confidence is merely just trying in the first place and not being fearful of you being wrong. Because here's the thing is you're not going to be wrong and you're not going to fail. The only way that you could be wrong and fail is if you never try in the first place. All you're going to get there from that point is data, data that you can learn from that's going to help you take another step forward, hopefully in the right direction. Okay. So confidence is a choice. You get to choose that every single day of whether or not you go after and you try the hard things or you try the things that you're scared of to then build that bank of belief and trust in yourself, which is going to take you so far in your life. Um, The next ABC, let's see, I already talked about let go. Uh, Oh gosh. If you follow me on social media, you've already seen this one. I just posted this today, actually. When you know what your yes is, it's easier to say no. I heard that quote, again, actually, that was from the Winning the Mental Game book that I was reading, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so spot on. When you know what your yes is, it is easier to say no. I, maybe this is a shock to you, I'm not sure, but I've struggled a lot with boundaries and saying no to people because I truly believe that my deep-rooted purpose in life is to impact and serve and to inspire other people. And with that comes this tendency to maybe people please, but to just really give whatever it is that I can to fulfill that mission. Even if that means that it comes at a detriment to me. Now, granted, I don't know that it's a detriment at that time. I'm just doing what I feel is right. And then I learned the lesson after, but that's just me in a nutshell. And so when I saw this quote, I was like, this is literally the guiding factor to setting boundaries in your life and also focusing on the right things in your life. Going back to that very first thing of what you focus on grows. So if you right now are in this phase of like, I feel like I'm the yes man and I literally say yes to everything, but also feel like I'm getting trampled on by a ton of people. I don't know how to set boundaries. I don't know where to start. I think just asking yourself the question of, do I know what my yes is, is such a great place to start. Because our mind, when we say no to it, we usually try and break the rules. <laughs> or we just don't like the word no. It's it's usually a negative connotation to it. And we start to cringe at it a little bit. So when we hear the word yes, it invokes this different sort of feeling. And so what if we played the good mind games with us and just asked ourselves, what are our yeses in our life? And if we can find those yeses, Then again, going back to the first thing, we can focus on all the right things rather than all the wrong things and put our energy and effort into those things. And then on top of that, it then becomes very clear of where we should not be spending our time and when we need to say no. And I think that this also brings about the point too of um, it's really easy to say yes, but it's not very easy to say no. And saying no is not a bad thing. It does not make you a bad person. It does not assume that you're mean or selfish and also what's wrong with being selfish and I put those in air quotes if there's anything that I've learned is when I am rooted in myself and where I'm at in my life and just totally focused on me I'm able to give so much more outwardly than if I was just always trying to pour outwardly right the the idea of you can't fill other people's cup with an empty cup or you can't pour from an empty cup sorry that's the better way to say that it's, it's just all so true. Um, so take some time to really think about what lights up your life. What are the moments that you want to experience in life? 
ask yourself those kind of questions and you might not know what your yes is right away. And honestly, that's okay. I think that's okay. These are tough questions. And I think sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves to answer with the best answer. It's okay if your yes right now isn't something that's like state of the art. (laughs) It doesn't matter if it's this big, crazy, amazing, inspirational thing. It could literally just be something just above trying to survive right now. But what is your yes? And give yourself the freedom and the honesty, like the genuine honesty to answer that question in the way that you want to. And then allow for that question to therefore call out what it is that maybe you're not spending your time on correctly and what it is that you need to start saying, hey, thank you, but this is what I need to do for myself, right? AKA no. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Last two things that I have here for you guys. Uh, This one, I can't take credit for this one. Can you tell I like to read books and listen to a lot of podcasts? Um, And this isn't necessarily like the ABCs of the mindsets of something that I wrote down, but because I'm here, I'm going to go on the side tangent too. Your environment is everything. Like you might not be able to be at the huge conferences or you might be in a work situation or a family situation, a home life situation right now that is not the most positive and where you feel like it's just a constant beat down of negativity, but you do have a choice still to try and improve what goes through your ears and therefore goes up to your head and how you react to it. And one way that I do that is I get silent with myself, whether that's, you know, with journaling, with breath work, whatever that is. But then I also go out and I seek guidance from people from afar. And so that's where the podcast and the reading comes from. And so if you feel like you're in that situation where you're like, I can't even have a positive thought because I'm surrounded by such toxicity, you've got to find a way. It is your choice and your responsibility to create that environment for yourself and go seek those things. Because then when you do, you get these amazing things that I'm talking to you about right now. And this next one comes from Ed Milet and his show. And he talked about something that I think was so profound, which is touch the dream. And I don't know if that makes sense when I say this, but when he said that, I was like, mind was blown. And the context that he started talking about this with was before he got really successful, before he became a big speaker with the big business, wrote books, yada, yada, yada. He was saying how, you know, when he was working really hard to build his business or to do whatever it is that he was doing within the sales world, that he would set these goals. And if he met the goal that he would go and book a night at like the nicest hotel for him and his wife and spend a couple of days there and just drop some insane amount of money as if he was the rich guy that had it all, right? That could just go and do that on a whim. So he said, go and touch the dream. See what it feels like. Go and taste it. Be a part of it. Because when you're in that environment, oh my gosh, it just, it gives you, again, a taste of what it is that you want and just how close it really is. But also it just, it lights that fire and it allows for you to step into that person that you need to be when you actually get there. I am all about showing up as the person before you actually get to the outcome. In order to be the best boss in the world, you got to show up like the best boss in the world, right? Like it's, it's pretty straightforward. If I want to be a top 12 DECA athlete, or even an elite athlete, I have to show up like that every single day, even though I'm not there yet, right? And so he talked about that with touching the dream and like taking the time to like, not just like go and splurge hopelessly, but to like go and do the thing. If your dream is to do X, Y, Z, take some time to actually go and just touch it, just caress it, right? And I think that that's that's just brilliant. 
absolutely brilliant. And if we give ourselves more of that time to spend in those types of environments, he's, he talked about how his energy level shifted, how his creativity shifted, how his belief in the vision shifted, all of the things. So go touch the dream and do that often. <laughs> um, and then the very last thing that I want to mention before I leave the episode today is this point that with our mindset and with our energy level, <laughs> we're going to wake up some days and we're going to be like, screw this. I just want to lay here. I don't want to do anything. Forget it. And that's normal. You're a human. You are not wrong. You are not failing if you've ever felt that way and you feel like you're one of the most disciplined and determined people out there. I still get that often. Okay. It's just what happens. But the difference is, is what I don't do is expect myself to give just as much, if not more, than what I was able to give yesterday. Because yesterday has already passed. Today is a new day. And also tomorrow is a brand new day where I'm going to walk in a completely new situation with new things to tackle, right? And my energy level might look different. My confidence might look different, right? And so I say all of this to end this with the idea of you won't be at 100% every single day, but you have the choice to give 100% of what you do have every single day. So if today you're walking into today with 10%, then give 100% of that 10%. And there is nothing wrong with that. Because at least you can show up and said, I gave 100% of what I had today. And I think that also brings about the point too, is what that 10% or what that 20% is, is also going to look different. Maybe that 10% isn't hitting the phones really hard or isn't going out for a really like, you know, hard run. Like maybe that 10% is focusing on recovery, a focusing on being silent with yourself, a focusing on journaling, right? This is, I, I would add this in there. It's not really a mindset thing, but guys, the recovery is just as important, if not more than important than the actual chase itself, than all the hard grunt work that you do. So take that time to, to maybe recover. <laughs> Actually, you should recover, right? So all of this to say, you're going to get there. You're going to get to where you want to be. I have no doubt about it. If you focus on the right things, if you just have the ability or the choice to just try and start to put little deposits into that confidence or into that belief bucket. And again, you put all of your energy where it's deserved because you've truly asked yourself the question of what is my yes, you will get there. And it might not be where you expected, but if you let go of all of the outcomes and you're giving of whatever it is that you can give for that day, the next best step will come for you. And you'll see it very clearly, even though you can't see it right now. And like I said, I promise you will end up exactly where you're supposed to be. And what a gift that really is. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And if this episode was something that you feel like someone else needs to hear, please don't hesitate to share it with someone else to get the right words and right messages into other people's lives. And speaking of which, you guys, I did post this on social media last week, uh, but I now have Sunflower Ninja stickers. Uh, if you follow my Ninja Warrior journey and you love what it is that I do as a ninja and what I stand for, I now have stickers available whether you want to purchase them or whether you would like to actually rate or review the podcast either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you're listening from. 
if you rate and review the podcast, you can screenshot it, you can send it to me on social media or via email, and I would love to just send you out for free one of my stickers just to remind you to always to choose to shine and look for the light in your life. But until then, you guys, thank you so much for showing up for you. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Have a great week, and I'll see you then.